So this will be a quick one, but I think it's important that you hear it because it's important for me to remind myself of it regularly um, <clears throat> based on not just what I'm going through sort of in the last recent years and <laughs> lots of, uh, I hesitated for a second because there's just so many varieties of things that have been going on that it's hard for me to say exactly when something started. You know, there's pivotal moments and traumatic experiences that have happened over the years, but let's just call it the last two to five years. <laughs> um, I've been waking up to a lot of things. And so what I've realized that what I'm about to tell you is nothing new and you've heard it before, but I'm hoping that by stating it again, and maybe in a slightly different way, it'll really hit home. So here's what I want you to think about. Here's what I want you to, to know. And then we're talking about people in your life who need to be excised from your life, who need to be removed from your life. Here's the thing. The people or person that you know needs to go out of your life, you need to step away from, you need to push that boundary out and say no more. That person that's difficult for you to do that to, that you're justifying in your head and that you're struggling with daily, you need to do it. Because it feels impossible, doesn't it? It feels like you can't get rid of this person, whether in your head or literally. <laughs> so you're, you know, like in person. But what you must remember, the most important thing. See, if you enjoy someone's company, enjoy their presence in your life in some manner, whether it's, again, in, in person or whatever the case may be, you like them in your experience, in your life. And it's pleasant for you. Maybe you love them, whether as a friend or romantically, both, uh, etc. That's easy. You want them in your life. You look forward to the next time that you get to experience them. Uh, you may want to experience them more than you get to. And it's a pleasant thing for, for the most part. Horrible, miserable people that have no control over you, but are miserable human beings to you, very easy to get away from, right? You experience somebody briefly and you go, whoa, what an asshole. And you don't want to deal with that person anymore and you move on. Again, fairly easy. It's that middle ground that bothers us. It's that complete terrible human being that makes you uncomfortable and has made you uncomfortable um, and doubt yourself and causes anxiety and self-esteem problems and hate inside you for decades and they happen to be your parent it's that person that makes you feel scared and nervous about the next interaction every single time that person who who you struggle to even like bring up a reasonable conversation with and you you bend yourself into someone else to try to accommodate them and they happen to be your spouse. <clears throat> when you have that dichotomy of how important someone should be in your life compared to how they actually make you feel and the things that they do, it can be very, very difficult, if not the most difficult thing for you. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm here today to tell you when it's the hardest time to make a difficult decision, that is probably the most important time for you to actually do it.
when it seems like there's no way you can. I can't possibly make such a difficult choice. This is so hard. The reason why it's hard is that something's got to give. And what's got to give is you. So I'm not talking about, and I did preface it earlier or qualify it earlier when I said that there's someone who's miserable and terrible, but they don't have any control of your life or not much. That's different. I understand that you have people in your life on occasion who do have a sizable amount of control, whether it's in a threatening form or something else. And it's hard to get rid of those people because there's something else attached to that. You can't just cut them out completely without putting yourself at risk or losing quite a lot. This is common. I get it, especially in abusive situations, like acutely abusive. I totally get that. And those are whole discussions unto themselves. And this is why there's so many, you know, outreach groups and, you know, advocacies and, and everything about that, because that's a different story. That's being like trapped, like literally imprisoned by someone else. And almost all of those people in those situations want out, uh, actively want out, but there's a, a, a significant threat involved and they don't, they can't act easily. And I, I'm sympathetic to that and I've experienced it. And I know many who have lived it and it's, it's horrible. So without trying to speak too much to that specifically, I think the, mo the more common thing that we see is you not removing someone from your life for, for a bevy of reasons, usually having to do with obligation and guilt. This is why I went straight away for like your parent or your spouse. Because see, your parent is, of course, older than you. And if they're older than you and you're about my age, then you have an aging parent, right? That's just one example. And if you have an aging parent, there's someone potentially in the twilight years of their life. So you feel guilt, but they make you feel miserable. And they're 65, 75, 85, and you know their time is short. Maybe they're even sickly, but they make you feel miserable. And they have for decades. I'm telling you, it's time to cut it off. It's time to live your life. You'll blink and you'll be 65. If you have kids, who knows what their relationship with you will be like if you don't know how to manage relationships. The other example I said is spouse, which can be just whoever you're romantically involved in, you know, to be legally married or whatever. But when it seems like, yeah, but they're so... You know, they're so great. They're so sweet sometimes. <laughs> um, I have, we have good memories. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They're my spouse. I committed to them. Love conquers all. So many things you can say. And sometimes, you know what? Love does conquer all. But most of the time it doesn't. And you have to face the facts that, yeah, it's time to let it go. And that is when it feels the most impossible to you. And you listen, you're listening going, I get it. I get what you're saying, Nino, but fuck, I can't do it. I can't do it. I wouldn't be able to live with myself. Yep, that's just it. You're not living with yourself now. You can live with yourself after. After you enforce separation from the problem person. Not the annoying coworker that you can somewhat avoid. You don't have to quit your job for that. Those situations, I know there might be severe. 
Okay. Not the next door neighbor that occasionally sees you when you come home and they're annoying. I, I mean, like what I just said, real stuff. Something I hope never to experience as my children are now older, but I hope never to experience this with my own child where I'm 60 and they're, you know, 35 or whatever. And, uh, I can't have them in my life for some reason. I don't know what that would be like. I did. We're not anywhere close to that <laughs> and they're wonderful, but those kind of difficult decisions that you have to make are usually with those kind of people, the people who are very close to you. And the, the little bit of good that you find, it's not just a matter of, of mathematics. Oh, well, it's 20% good, 80% bad. Okay, I'm out. It's not just a matter of that. You have to think about how you feel. What is somebody doing to you as a human being? What is someone doing to you as towards your growth? You know, you, both your, <clears throat> I don't know, career path or whatever if you want to call it that, but also your personal growth, your spiritual growth, right? What are you doing as a, as a human being to feel secure? What are you doing to help the people you care about? Are you not able to? Because the person or people that you won't get rid of are dragging you down so hard that they're taking all your life energy out of you. They're taking your, your, your life from you and you won't get rid of them. You won't get rid of the extremely negative, just insulting for decades father of yours because he's never beat you up. But you know what? He has beat you up in different ways. No, do not compare it to physically abusive fathers who've done god-awful things to kids. I'm not trying to say that, but we all know what verbal abuse can do. We all know what verbal neglect can do, neglect in general. If you're not gonna throw someone under a bus or literally kill them, getting them out of your life to save yours is worth every bit of that effort. You've got to believe that, okay? You've got to leave that relationship that's just not working. You've got to not go back to the relationship that wasn't working, you finally got out, but you miss it. It's not about Instagram memes, you know, <laughs> it's about reality. It's about fulfillment and happiness and joy. What's, what defines you? What is your purpose? We talk about purpose a lot on this podcast. If the people around you who are actively close to you are working actively against your purpose, actively against your purpose, often for decades, they need to be removed. It's just the way it works, guys. That's how it has to be. And, you know, what comes in five years or 10 years after the severance? I don't know. I can't predict that for you. But that severance is important for your freedom and for your peace. Not just on principle, but for your very survival. It's going to feel like maybe, like you're, you left your relationship on principle. I shouldn't have to deal with that disrespect. I shouldn't have to deal with that whatever it is that's difficult repeatedly over and over that's just killing your soul you tell yourself on principle i should go but god i don't want to because i'll miss him i'll miss her forget principle think about how you feel think about how you're living think about your purpose okay whereas humans we're really really good at justifying things extreme situations are pretty easy if we're pushed to a limit we'll go animalistic and and fight against it but we don't want to get to that point. We'll justify up to the point where we're almost life and death, and sometimes literally life and death, 
we will justify under all kinds of uh, rationale. If it's a relationship, it'll be again, you know, love conquers all or obligation or I committed to this. Or if you're married and you believe in marriage being more than just a legal thing, then you'd be like, well, I made a commitment to marriage and that's a spiritual or religious thing. It could be, I don't want to leave my relationship because of my extended family would disapprove. It could be because I promised my spouse or my relationship, I promised him or her that I would be there forever for them. And now I don't want to do that. All kinds of reasons to justify it. And at some point, what you are seeing as, I don't know, what you're seeing as like righteousness and decency and commitment and consistency turns into martyrdom. And unfortunately, it's not the kind of martyrdom that you end up a hero on. You just lose. You're sacrificing yourself. So anyway, I went way longer than I wanted to, but I am here just to remind you once again, if you needed a clue, if you needed a signal, if you needed a sign, or consider it as your clarion call, it's time to get away from those people who are ruining everything about you, who are ruining your sense of purpose and everything you want to go for. It's time. It doesn't matter who they are. It doesn't matter if it's your grandmother. It's time to take care of you. It's gone on long enough. And I think you know it and I know it. <laughs> so process that, chew on that, but don't wait another six months. Make a decision. Save yourself because, you know, you're worth it.